welcome to My Little Pony Talk. It is Wednesday, October 13th. I'm your host, Pandora Rose, and this is co-host number one. I'm sorry, it's Tuesday, October 13th. Here is co-host number one. Nikisuki Noko? And here's co-host number two. Hey, guys, it's Summerblade. Nisi, you sounded guess- like you weren't really sure who you were. <laughs> no, I'm never sure of who I am anymore. <laughs> and can, can we guess who was on first tonight? Well, I don't know. Who is on first? The, for, the person who was connected first other than me. Was Summer Blade. It was me. I was early. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> sorry, sorry about being barely on time. I had to use the little pony's room. Oh, dear. Nature calls. Yeah, so when it does, you must answer. My husband's still trying to make up a a song for our show tonight based on the the song Winter Wrap-Up from G4. Should we be scared of this? I'm telling you, he's a closet brony. Which pepper is mine? So, how has everyone's week's been? Week, week been? Tiring. Stressful. Oh, dear. Well, that's never good to hear. No. Well, you know, we have to move. And we've been approved for a place, and I had to give them a doctor's note to keep my cats because they help with my anxiety. But I'm still waiting to hear back about whether or not they're actually going to accept my doctor's note saying that I need a cat because they help with my anxiety. She, the, the person who runs the complex says she's never known anybody to not be accepted with their doctor's note. But at the same time, these are my cats. So... Right. And and unfortunately, the way Portland is right now, like no apartment complex want to accept animals, unless, of course, you can prove that they're a companion animal or a work animal. Mm-hmm. Well, technically, um, by saying that they help with your anxiety, they're a companion animal. Well, I know, and I have a doctor's note saying that. But it's just, I worry because I have anxiety. So, thus well, you need the cats. Thus you need for the cats. Well, technically, if they don't accept you, you can always turn around and tell them you do realize that, you know, this is a condition, this is a disorder. See, yeah. I don't know. Is anxiety protected under the American with Disabilities Act? Or Yes, it is. Hmm. 
It is a psychological condition. Well, awesome. Well, then I'm just going to go move forward assuming that we're fine. So we move in in about a month. Well, that's good. Yeah, anxiety is under American disabilities, right? I think so. Yeah, I'm asking you. <laughs> it is? Yep, I was right. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, she does get panic attacks. I do. <laughs> Nothing because quite she like breaking down and sobbing in the middle of the kitchen. Yep. Oh, those suck. They're, they're like a companion animal that helps keep her anxiety low. Can't do and that. And when I do... Yep. And when I do have sad moments, they come up and they lay next to me and they purr. They're warm and fuzzy and vibrate. Exactly. So, yes, my mother... Well, you know, that's that's what cats are good for. Yes. They eventually figure it out. You know, you just got to let them come to you. (laughs) You cannot go to them. They must come to you. Well, yes, with cats, the affection often has to be their idea first. Yes. That's why I like cats, though. Because when they decide that they like you, you feel privileged, and it raises your self-esteem. Yes. Except for when you have a cat that's neurotic. And always wants to be neurotic. I have one cat that likes to hide unless you're laying on the bed and then she'll come up and lay at your feet. And I have one cat who's constantly begging for food like a dog. (laughs) (laughs) She's having digestive issues right now because in addition to being 15, Melody feeds him food. And of course, Pewter being a greedy glutton (laughs) will eat whatever she gives him. Because oh dear, dog. So, <laughs> well, see, I had had a cat when I lived in Missouri for a very short period of time, and the cat chose me. I didn't pick the cat. That's usually how it works with cats. Yeah, I had moved in with with some friends, whom had moved in with one of their friends because they had lost the place they were living at person had a cat who was pregnant and she had her kittens up underneath a day bed. Well, mm. out of all the big people in the house, I was the smallest. <laughs> so I could fit under the day bed because she was kind of ignoring them. She she was one of those neglected mothers. Mm. So we had to gather them all up, put them in a box and put her in the box with them. Well, each cat that I pulled out, I would put that, put my hand down in the box. They'd get up off my hand after being curled up, get off, get in the box. Well, one just kind of laid there, kind of, kind of like sat in my hand, looked up at me, meowed, <laughs> curled up, and fell asleep right in my hand. Oh, that's when you got picked. Yep, and I went over and I pointed and I was like, look! And I'm like, yes, there's a cat in your hand. I said, no, she did this. 
<laughs> by herself. So that's when they said, yep, that's your cat. <laughs> so we had to, of course, leave her behind when we first moved out because she still had to be with her mother. Well, he had to go over to the house to fix something, and it was time for her to come home. And the way he brought her home was I was asleep. All of a sudden, my light turns on because for some odd reason, the light switch for the room I was in was on the outside of the room. I'm blinded by the light, and then all of a sudden, there's a cat on my face. (laughs) (laughs) Did the cat get flung at you or dropped on you? He put the cat on. My, uh, he didn't actually put the cat on my face. He, he put it next to my pillow, but the cat kind of jumped up and plopped herself on top of my face. Oh, okay. <laughs> kind of like, hi, mom. I'm home. <laughs> and because I worked odd hours, you know, she always wanted attention from me whenever I was at uh-huh. home. <laughs> So when I was trying to sleep, she would want attention. And, of course, his cat would often sleep with me. So, yeah. Hey, Pandora? Yes. Are we actually live? Yes. Because uh, Samantha says that the show doesn't show as live on her end. We're on the air. Okay, she says it's showing live now. Mm, weird glitchy blog talk. We love our glitches. But it glitches. wasn't when she got there after it started. Mm, okay. It might be because I hadn't turned down the chat room. Ah. So, note to self. Yeah, she noticed that until I turned on the chat room. Actually, when you turn it on as co-host, it still doesn't really open up, I guess. Oh. So now I opened up opened it up as host, so now it's actually open. Mm. I know, it's weird. Gotta love blog talk. But, yeah. That was my kitty. Mm. She always wanted my attention. And, yeah, when... His cat came to sleep into the bed with us. In, into the bed with us. Yeah. It was kind of funny because she's this tiny little thing and he's this big, huge cat. Mm-hmm. One time I was actually asleep. I had him in my back and she was trying to get into my back. And all of a sudden I heard this growl behind me. It's like, <laughs> when did the tiger get in bed with me? <laughs> <laughs> At that point, she realized if he is in bed, he is the master of the bed. Yeah. <laughs> Can I have some? Thank you. No. <laughs> so. So. But yeah, if they if they deny you with a doctor's note, yeah. You can just remind them about that. Yeah. Do you want any more? Okay. Then I'll put it away. 
I'm eating pizza. Hmm? Okay. What kind of pizza? Sabaro. Pepperoni. Mm. They don't allow pets. We went to the mall because Melody needs clothes for fall. All her clothes mm-hmm. are for spring and summer. So she needed some long sleeve things and her coat. So she's outgrown all her coats. I put one on her today and it looked like a crop top coat. Oh no. <laughs> so she has a new white faux fur coat. So. Oh dear. Okay, who wants to take bets as to it's going to change colors before uh, December? Well, that usually happens with anything white unless you wash it constantly. Clothes, honey, clothes. Your white shirts never stay white. I couldn't find a black one. Last year they had black ones, but this year was only white. Mm, so she looks like a little polar bear. Yep. <laughs> so that just means whenever you have her in that, you make sure that it's a special occasion and she stays in a stroller until until the jacket is taken off. Well, presumably, the only time she'll be wearing it is when we're walking around outside. So it's not like she'll probably spill anything on it. No, hopefully I'm not. Still taking, I'm still taking bets. <laughs> the betting machine will be open until December. I had to buy Melody boy pants today. You had to buy her what? Melody boys pants. I mean, they're jeans. So the fact that they're called boys versus girls, I think, is ridiculous. Because they're just jeans. But the boys boys jeans were the only ones that had the adjustable waist. They didn't have them in girls' styles. Well, of course not, because they figure girls are all the same size. Yes, well, mine is Which tall is and silly. skinny. Mine is tall and skinny, and therefore we have problems with pants. Yeah, I remember I used to have that problem with pants, too, because I had long legs. Well, I mean, they're still long. It's just... Now they're actually in proportion to the rest of my body somewhat. Well, yeah. I have the op- I have the opposite problem. Mine are too short. <laughs> <laughs> no, Mel- Melody's probably going to have the same issues I had when I was little where she's going to be like a German Shepherd puppy. Have you ever seen German Shepherd puppies where everything is too big for them? Like their legs are too long. And their, their nose is too long. Dinner plates. Yes. Yes. They get that, what What a lot of people have told me is, co- is called the dorky stage. 
where yes. all of their limbs are too long for the rest of their body. Now, that's another thing that bothers me about this area is when I grew up, everybody here had dogs and cats and all sorts of animals. And now, like, they don't want you to allow you to have animals. Even homeowners associations try to limit what animals you have and how many. And nobody wants to let you have, like, German Shepherds or Doberman Pinschers or Rottweilers or Pitbulls. Well, I can understand Pitbulls and the Pinschers. I can't understand Dobermans and German Shepherds because those are guard dogs. Well, they're all breeds of dogs that have been given a bad reputation recently because you can take any dog of any breed and it can be a good dog or a bad dog. It all depends on the person raising it. Well, and, you know, um, Dalmatians, Dalmatians do more, like, attack children more often than any of those breeds do. But because in the news, those are the breeds that have been bred for fighting, I've never heard of a German Shepherd being bred for fighting. Yeah, they use well, German no, but... Shepherds because they look scary. Yeah, they're they're bred mostly as guard dogs, but they still have a bad reputation as being aggressive animals. But you know, yeah, what gonna... gets me is before before the whole dog fighting thing happened. Um pit bulls were nanny dogs because they're very protective they're very lovable they will stay with your kid no matter what yeah but unfortunately along with the pit bull and it would protect that thing like it's its own puppy it's a nanny dog yeah but unfortunately they've turned so badly um there was actually no, no, one. No, they haven't. They haven't turned. Yeah, they have. It's there not, was one no. dog that was being. There was one dog being raised by a normal family, not being raised to fight. Okay, was being walked by the by the daughter, and this little old man was walking two small Chihuahua dogs, attacked the man, and then had the two little dogs in his mouth like he was going to eat them. Was not provoked or nothing. It was probably bred. The breeder, not who raised it, but the breeder was probably not breeding it to be a family dog. They were probably breeding it with other dogs that had also been fighting with the hopes of bringing out the aggressive tendencies. That exactly. all dogs can exhibit. Have you ever had to deal with a mean chihuahua? Because I've had to deal with a mean chihuahua. They are nasty little vermins. I would rather have a pit bull than a chihuahua. Because they have had that stuff more pulled out and in them, you know. Again, uh, I, 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 I'm not buying the whole the breed is bad because there's not a bad breed. There are bad breeders. 
but there's not a bad breed. And well, let's get off this topic. Um, anyone have any pony news? I'm, no. Um, I did get a Mint in Box G3 recently. Woo-woo! Which one? Uh, my boyfriend found me a Mint in Box G3 Scootaloo, and she's one of the Halloween ones. Nice. Which Halloween one? Uh, it's the one where Scootaloo's dressed up as a flower. Ah. Well, it's this, actually really uh, neat. Was this the one where they had the plastic costumes? Yeah. I mean, it's a plastic costume where it's just basically she has a flower around her face. But the packaging itself is really cool looking, too, because it's shaped like yeah. a pumpkin. Yeah, that was the um, the year of the pumpkin. <laughs> yep. I think that's what everybody called that one. That was the that was mm-hmm. the year the the the, the, the um, Year of the Pumpkin. Well, I said I got pony news. I got oh, a you've book got pony on, news? Um, it's semi-pony news. I got a book on um, canvas, and one of the shapes is a is a horse. Oh, cool. So I may experiment mm-hmm. with that shape. Neat. But at least the G3 Mint and Box G3 Does bring us into our topic of the evening Yes And that's going to be our End of G3 wrap up right Yes Our G3 and our G3.5 wrap up Which I know somebody has been waiting for for forever. <laughs> and who who is that then? I won't name any names. <laughs> it begins with an N, though. Pony husband doesn't begin with an N. Okay, why did you put that there? Upside down bird. Why, has Pony Husband been waiting for the end of G3 also? Yes. Your closet brony husband has been waiting for us to start G4? Yeah. Well, you know, something he he knows something about. You know, we have... We have the uh, book about the the blind bags. We've got the elements of harmony, which has the first three years of show plot summaries, as well as interviews and stuff. We've got the Journal of the Two Sisters. We've got Netflix. He knows. He knows about the G four. And hopefully we will find a website soon that will be able to help us. 
go through all of the ponies, which won't be very easy. I was actually, I was going to suggest, you know, Summer um, has a book about the G4s out now. You might consider buying her book. I unfortunately, I hate to say this one, I was thinking of not buying it because I'm not really collecting G4s. Believe it or not. And it's not against anything against Summer, because I love Summer and I love her books. Her books have been great help. I mean, I was the one at at this year's uh, fair walking around. I would have the book in the wheelchair as I'm using the chair as a walker. <laughs> <laughs> so that I can make sure that the pony that's sitting on the table that I'm haggling over <laughs> is, is the, the one you're looking for. Need. Exactly. Holy goodness sakes. What's Did you what? know What's someone wrong? on Amazon is selling Summer Hayes, the My Little Pony Collector's Resource, for $206.70? Jeez. My goodness, is that all the books? Just the one with the the G3 Pinkie Pie on the cover that's black. It says the My Little Pony G3 Collector's Resource serves as a complete guide to My Little Pony G3 collectibles with over 550 photographs. It says reused from $206.70. They're all around all of the the three listed here are all from third-party sellers. They're all in used condition. Okay. Now, these are collector's books. These are books that you use and mark off which which pony you have. Okay. These people are probably people who bought the book, probably had Summer sign them, which is probably why they're thinking they can get $200 for for them. Because they yeah. have Summer Science book, but you know what? Summer signs every book if you want her to sign it. It's not like it's something really hard to do. None of these books say that they're signed. Huh. Then they're hoping to find gullible, stupid people. Or just somebody who really, really needs the book. Well, do but they I don't not think anybody understand? needs it that bad. Are they confused by the title? Do they not understand that it's a book that allows collectors to, like, do stuff? It's not a collectible book? Yeah, well, you know... People are also that stupid. <laughs> I, I will have to well, contact Summer directly, apparently, if I ever want that book. Well, it's on sale on, for, under Summer. Or you can always wait till Christmas. No, I'm, I, well, I'm looking you know, under. I, 
I'm on Amazon and I'm looking under Summer Haze. You know, you never know what might end up under your tree. <laughs> but anyway, the, the My Little Pony G4 Collector's Guide goes from 2009 to 2012. So it, it only has the first three years, much like the Mini Pony Collector's Guide, which I have. Well, you got to figure, if they're, if they're just recently coming out, you know, she is not going to be, it's, she is not, she does not have a secret, you know, connection with Hasbro. That's true. She's only going to know what um, is out, like how we know what is out by going to the store. Yeah, and by getting sure. photographs in from um, other collectors because that is how she gets 95% of her photographs. Unless she has it directly in her collection, she asks collectors who actually have these items to take pictures of them and send them in to her. And, of course, yeah, so she always anyway, gives credit. So anyway, the G4 book is only, um, where did I put the price on that? Eh, $19.14 new. Well, I'll think about it. I might. I don't know. But tonight we're talking about G3, not G4. (laughs) Sorry, I, I forgot what we were talking about. (laughs) <laughs> I I know you're ready to be, to, to 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 move on to G G four, but you know we we we've still got to complete complete and finish G three in the way it's deser- it deserves to be finished. <laughs> so, um. G3, of course, as we all know, was something that suddenly just popped up out of nowhere in 2003. And I think that was actually one of the only times when Hasbro ran one set basically at the same time as they ran were actually ending another set. It was the first time they had done that because I think there was a couple, at least a two-year gap between G1 and G2. Probably. Um, I cannot remember because that was a while ago for me. Yeah, I'm trying to find my collector's books right now. Okay. Seriously, I think the meds are really, really starting to affect my brain. I keep looking for these books in the spot they were at before I went to the convention. And I keep forgetting that I actually have them in a bag all together. Or I can just very easily just pick up the bag and I can have them all. 
Well, see, that's what happens when you organize things. You forget where they go. Or, well, you forget where they are. <laughs> yes. So why don't I just do this the easy way and just pull out Summer's book. We have Generation 1 ending at 1997 and Generation 2 starting... In 1997. Okay, so actually, no, they didn't. They actually kept with their same monologue of ending one and starting another, actually, within the same year. Well, but with, but for the American market, at least, that I remember, it kind of felt like there was a gap between the G2 and G3s because... Yeah. We didn't really get a whole lot of the really cool G2s that the European market got. Yeah, so basically, you're right. For the American toy market, there was a gap of about three years between the start of G2 and the start of G3. So when G3 came out, it was the first time... A pony was seen in a store in the U.S. Yeah, because prior to that, we had only had the G2 line, and it was kind of dying out, so we didn't really have anything. Yeah, they 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 sent it over to Europe. They got a they got a makeover, and of course, stayed in Europe. So it went, had a facelift, and decided to stay. <laughs> but um, another thing that happened when G3 came out was the symbol was no longer called a symbol. It wasn't just a symbol. I think G3 is when they really started the, the, the um, to call what was on the hip of the pony a cutie mark. A cutie mark? Is that, is that when they started it? Yes, it is. Yeah, it was G3 that started it. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, it wasn't G4, people. It was G3. But also what started with G3 was the one-sided mark. Yep, where they had it only on the display side. Yes. And I hate that aspect. Yes, because I really if, you want to display it, if you want to display it from a different angle, you couldn't because then you couldn't see the symbol. Well, and I think in, in regard to play even you know part of the magic of the ponies is the symbol and to not have it on both sides it means if you're playing with your pony and it's facing the not you know the wrong way yep 
you're not going to be able to see part of its characters. Exactly. And another thing that was started in G3 was something that which was putting a magnet in a pony. However, instead of putting it in the nose, they instead put it on one hoof, and whatever hoof they put that that magnet in would have a heart on it, and normally that would be the non-display side. Which is where how the term hoof hurt came about was because that was the hoof that had that hurt. Now, well, yeah, and the little. Go ahead. Go ahead. You first. Well, the, the little the little magnet in the foot was. I mean, they used it for all kinds of little things that you could interact with in the um in the play sets. Yes. It would open things, it would close things, it would make things make sounds. But the one and only time that the hoof mar- the, the the hoof heart was on the display side was there was actually a run of moon dancers where the hoof heart was put on the incorrect hoof. It was put on the same side as the display side. Mm. And I actually have one. So you were sort of a misprint pony almost? Basically, it was it was kind of a factory error, but nobody really officially said it was a factory error. I guess because nobody wanted to make it that you know make it that special. It was more but, of a yeah. we did it, boo boo. Let's let it slide kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, let's not dwell on this, you know, maybe they won't notice. <laughs> we always notice. And I was, that was that was something That was something that if you got that that was kind of a special one. Oh, you did but you didn't tell me. I did not see you bring it in here. Pony husband didn't bring you coffee? He brought me coffee, but he did it in a sneaky way, so it's just been sitting here on the shelf getting cold. No, cold coffee. Evil, 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 evil husband. <laughs> it's not super well, I mean, cold, he brought her but coffee. It's not, it's not cold, but it's not as hot as it could have been now that it's been sitting there for 41 minutes. <laughs> I still call well, at least he brought it to you. 
And Fred, shouldn't you be watching Melody instead of watching TV on your phone? <laughs> no, it's on mute. You'll never know. Yeah, tell him that is what his job is supposed to be. That is why he is here. <laughs> Melody just told Fred that he's not allowed to leave the bathroom. <laughs> oh no. Toddler tyrant. <laughs> She's stealing all his uh manga books and she doesn't want him to interfere. <laughs> uh oh. Right now she's going through a Hikaru no-go. Well, at least they're going to be away from the keys for a bit. Okay. If I've been but, quiet, it's um, because I've been I've been in the chat room. Okay. Sounds good to me because you know I can't I can't multitask anymore. <laughs> Ask me to multitask? Yeah, uh-huh, right. I'm well, only going okay. to ask you to multitask if I can film it, because that'll be hilarious. What's that? <laughs> Post it on YouTube. Watching, watching you multitask on film. Yeah, nowadays it doesn't work. But, yeah, I mean, each... When and the thing was when uh, J3s came out, it wasn't you know this little trickle. Let's see if people are gonna want to, you know, want them. Oh no! I, it was I, I, here's ponies. <laughs> it was wham bam. Thank you, ma'am. You went to Walmart every single week, and there was new ponies on the shelf. <laughs> well, what 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 I think where I think G three did really well for a long time was there were so many colors and so many poses. There were color combinations that we hadn't seen before. I mean, look at Waterfire. She's she's oh yeah one of the darkest blue po- ponies that we've ever had. And she had, like, fiery red-orange hair. You know, they just give us that in the 80s. Everything was pastel. Yeah, so, even in um, G2s, they didn't really give us that. Yeah. Except for Clover. They didn't give us Clover. They didn't give us much in G2. They <laughs> give us one year. Yeah. But, but and, and they looked like ponies. They were identifiable as ponies, which what one of the yeah. things that kept me from loving the G2s for so long was the fact that they didn't really seem like ponies. Their heads were too small, and their eyes were a strange shape, and and they just didn't seem like ponies. Now, I've gotten used to them, and I've fallen in love with them over the years, but nostalgia will do that. But, I mean, what what originally attracted me to the G3s, and the reason why I have so many, almost as many G3s as I have G1s, is they were ponies. They were yeah. real, for real ponies. They were, any child could look at it and know that it's a pony. You know, um, my my friend's sons, when they were little, they didn't always believe that the baby, like, 
they didn't believe that Baby Lucky was a baby pony from from the G1 line. They thought he was a baby cow. They were quite adamant that he was a baby cow. Oh, well, he is kind of chubby. <laughs> he, 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 yeah, he, he wasn't quite built like a baby horse, was he? He was built like a baby cow. Um, yep. But they knew that the G3 ponies were ponies. You could hand them one and say, what's that? And they would say, it's a pony. Oh, I yeah. like ponies being ponies. I like ponies living in castles with rooms that look like stalls. You know, I liked I liked the show stable from G one. So when they when they gave me ponies that looked like ponies, I was thrilled. I was like childhood renaissance. Woohoo <laughs> And one of the things that's been so hard for me, you know, since the end of, of G three is the lack of ponies that look like ponies. Yeah. Yeah. The the G fours in in as far as the structure of the the toys themselves sort of share more with the G two line than they do with any other one because they've got yeah I I, the I look at heads G2. and the long legs. Yeah, I mean the G four has been trying to tie in with G one. Um more and more, but I feel like the real spiritual successor for G4 is the G2. I feel like G3 is more connected to G1 than G4 ever will be. Yeah. As far as the toys go, yeah. Exactly. But yeah, I mean, when G3 came out, um, I was actually not a collector. Okay, and I know I've I know I've I've told this story many a times, but you know it's always appropriate to repeat a story that you know is so delightful as this. My first set was the four pack from Target. And the big reason why I had bought that was I had two friends who were moving away, and it was the it was the set from 2004, so it was from the second year. You know they were moving away, and I had bought her one set because she liked ponies, and I'd bought her a couple of other things so that you know she could remember me. But then I looked at the pack, and it's like, you know what, why don't I buy one? Because then, you know what, she will have the same thing. Right. I can look at it and say, and I can remember her, and she could do the same thing, too. It's the twin ivory elephant. It's the twin ivory elephant is what it is. Yeah. And then when um, I was sick... In 2005, and living with some friends, you know, to Walgreens to go ahead and get some, you know, get my meds because I was really, really sick. And I was sick that I had to go to the urgent care twice on the account of the first urgent care did not give me the correct medicine. (laughs) 
And, you know, I get in the car and the one, the guy I was living with, I was living with him and his wife, um, because he had taken me to the hospital and taken me over to the uh, store to get my meds. You know, we get in the car and he hands me this bag and goes, here, I hope this makes you feel better. And it was amazing grace. Aww. So it was soon after that that I started collecting, and you can tell that it was in 2006 that I started collecting. And the main reason for that is you look and like 90% of the uh, ponies I've got marked off in here are all marked with... Uh, with having all of their accessories. <laughs> <laughs> so you got them new. Yes, I was I was rushing to the store. I had the print off the new cuz it was who had the um the good G3 um and G3 line also came up with a lot of people creating really good um What am I thinking Custom? of here? No. Um, inventory section? Inventory, yeah. Inventory pages. Yeah, yeah, Where... right. <laughs> Checklists. That's what I was thinking of. Oh, okay. So it's kind of right. Yeah. And I actually would pull them off of um Silver Falls Ponytopia and you would have to like every week <laughs> pull up the website <laughs> just to get the new updates. <laughs> on her checklist because she was always great about updating her checklist. Well, and some of the G3s did come with a lot of stuff. Oh, yes. And um, the first year it was actually the first time that a baby pony was in charge of the castle. Oh, yes, because the one little pink baby pony came with the castle. Yeah. Yes. I mean... Really? Seriously? Who? I mean, <laughs> did 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 somebody forget to call the babysitter? <laughs> well, maybe it was she was just old enough to be in the house by herself. This is true. You know, she might might have had a neighbor downstairs that took that would like, you know, tell her to open up the door, open up the window, and watch her that way. <laughs> And I really did like the the baby G3s, too. Oh, yeah. They were adorable. And they didn't make us wait. No, and what I thought was really cool was that you could even get them in, like, a two-pack where you got Mm -hmm. the grown-up pony and you got a baby. 
Oh, sometimes you had a three pack. You had two grown ups and a baby. And that way you already had a pony family put together. Exactly. I mean, Pinkie Pie came with a baby pony. Um, Tularula came with a baby pony. Let's see. I'm just kind of flipping through the book, kind of just pulling random ones out out of thin air here. You know what I well, missed? I wish that Cheese 3 would have done, though, with Baby Ponies. What's that? I, I I wish that they had had Mommy Baby Mashes. Like, you know how in the G1s we had Ma- Moon Dancer and Baby Moon Dancer, Glory and Baby Glory, Surprise and Baby Surprise. They didn't do any of that. And there was only one Baby Pegasus, as far as I know. And And... I don't even remember there being a... I don't think there was a baby unicorn. I feel like there just wasn't enough babies. Yeah, there weren't There weren't any baby unicorns, which was, which kind of sucked, because they, they would have been cool. They would have been. They would have been really cute. Yeah, they only, they only had one baby Pegasus, which was baby Honolulu, and then they had one that was in, like, the little sister mold, I think they called it, that was, yeah. like somewhere between the baby and the adult stage. Kind of like a tween pony. I don't know if they're really tall enough to be teenagers. Yeah. Yeah, the first time they ever paired up um, adult ponies and baby ponies was actually the Target exclusive three-pack in 2014. And let me actually pull up the the sisters because not not think... not to interrupt, but um, Lightning Silvermana just did a new G three custom, and and I want to send you guys a link because oh, it is I think I've seen that gorgeous. one gorgeous the Princess Pristina yes oh, I love yes. Basically, she she took the G4 Celestia wings and put it on a G3, and they're just the right size. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that was another thing they did with the G3s that I didn't particularly like, that the wings on the regular Pegasi were so dinky. Yeah. They didn't look like they were wings you could actually fly on, you know? No. Yeah. It reminded me of the, um, on, on the arena, they have a giant Pegasus with little tiny wings when they're talking about signatures that are too large. Yeah. It yeah, reminded me sig. of that. Yeah, big figs. Yeah, and I just pulled up the sister sets, and yeah, they were, um, the smaller pony is significantly larger than the previously released baby ponies. Uh, Both ponies shared similar cutie marks and were packaged together, but they still did not mirror each other. Yeah. I mean, um, the the ballet dance set, one had one ba- ballet slipper, one had two. And that would be the big one. The, um, the older pony would have 
the two, and the baby or the little sister would have the one, and sharing tea with tiramisu and macchiato. You know, macchiato was the big sister with two teacups, and tiramisu was the big the little sister with one teacup. Which I thought that 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 was strange that they chose tea for a coffee themed set because tiramisu yeah. is made with coffee. Piano oh, yeah. is a style of coffee. But I just sent you guys the link and put the link in the chat room to the G3 custom. Okay. Tiramisu, um, but an off topic really quickly. Tiramisu Briar's ice cream, oh my god, it is to die for. And I'm talking about the gelato set. Their gelato set happened to be on sale over the summer. Mm, really cheap. Gelatos. And I just, I had to get it because I wanted to taste it. I had wanted to taste it for so long, but it's like so gosh darn expensive. Oh, yep, this is the the Princess Pristina that I, I saw earlier that's been on her Facebook and I've been drooling over most of the day. Yeah, oh, if pretty. I could afford to buy it, I just had to buy Melody a bunch of clothes. So... How much I just is it? Don't. Uh, it's actually bucks. really, yeah. It's very. Her prices are always very reasonable. It's just that you know, toddler. <laughs> they suck up money. Uh, oh, ponies. <laughs> Um, but yeah, to me, I mean, there was so much good in G3, um, uh, for a long uh, time. They brought back Pony Points. Oh, yes, and that was awesome. Briefly. I mean, it was brief, but they still brought back something from the G1 line. And I still think the fiasco that occurred. <laughs> I mean that no with the frilly frock. Yep. You know I, I, I don't think, think it can get any better than when they used to call it horseshoe points then in the G one. Yeah. I really think that they would do well if they could bring it back in the G4 line because then they could call it, like, friendship points or something like that. Harmony points. Yeah. And then you wouldn't um, have any any ponies on the shelf because you'd have every brony buying every single one because they wanted to get enough points to get the, you know. But, I mean, that was my, that's been kind of my complaint with, one of my complaints with G4 is that they've missed out on an opportunity to have pony points be used to buy, like, show accurate 
Derpy and all those weird background characters that only bronies give a darn about. Yeah. And then, but still kept the line fresh by making, you know, original ponies. But they didn't, they haven't really done that, you know. But but that's a different topic that shall be talked about at another time. Yes. I I, I, Um, I do, there was so much good in G3, getting back to the G3s. There there were, um, of course, areas that, you know, went awry. Going down to the yeah. core seven did not help them at all. And no. then restylizing the core seven into pseudo dragons, again, probably not the best idea. No. But I think I mean, one of the funnier ones was the pony points. Because they added something that they thought nobody would have enough points to get. And they literally gave you one month to get enough points to get Frilly Frogs. Okay. She was on the form between December of 2014, no, December of 20, 2004, and January of 2005. Well, and that was really the only Tony Point thing they ever did. Oh, no, they had... Well, there were other... There were other things, but that was the biggest fiasco. I mean, they had Pony Points began in August of 2003, which was the start of the G3 line, was August of 2003. So they had Pony Points once they started, but it was that one particular item that was added at the end that caused the biggest fiasco in the world because they figured, no, by the time we do this, people will have used up enough points because you had three ponies, two were worth 16 points, one was worth 24 points, you had a charm bracelet for ten. You had a friendship bracelet for four. Two play mats for twelve. A video for eight. A star catcher poster for six. And a butterfly island for six as well. So let me hold on. Sixteen plus sixteen plus twenty four plus ten plus four. Plus 12, 8, 6, 12, plus 6 is 114 points. So you had to fill in the rest by buying ponies. Right. Nobody, I think Hasbro probably figured not enough people would have purchased enough ponies or play sets to earn the 150 points that was needed to get frilly frock frilly frocks 
and boy, then, were they wrong. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then did not think about the fact that the shipping on everything was $2 and some odd cents. <laughs> and they never changed the shipping price for for a 20 for a f- 3 foot tall pony. <laughs> yeah, because to ship a frilly frock for $2, you would have to take out all the stuffing first. Yes. That's the only way you'd be able to sh- sh- ship her for that cheap. Yes. And as we know, we did have um, little Alley Cat who said the box was almost as tall as she was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, she was a big girl. Got it. Well, it looks like the MLP points program, the pony points program, always had issues, though. There was one pony called Dazzle Surprise who was so overwhelmingly popular that my little pony points program started sending people a letter saying, we have received your order for the above-listed offer. Unfortunately, due to the overwhelming popularity of this offer, the Dazzle Surprise pony our inventory has been depleted. However, you will be first, the first to receive the new Sun Shimmer Pony that will be featured on the website soon. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't think that um, the Pony Points pro- the, the points program would be as popular. Because, probably thinking because it had been so long since Anything was available. Well, yeah. But, boy. Because they they had a points program with the G2 line, but it had been a while since that had been here in the States. And, yeah, the G3 line comes along, and all of a sudden there's pony points again. Yeah, all well, of a sudden I, there's pony points. <laughs> and and well, yeah. I, I I think Hasbro forgot how appealing it is to like collect the pony points and then send your 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 two dollars and fifty cents off and get a brand new pony in the mail. There is just something addictive about it. Because oh, I remember, yeah. I loved the idea of of carefully saving up my horseshoe points as a little girl. And that's how I got Baby yep. Ember, and that's how I got Lucky. Yeah, I mean, you've got to figure this was a new um, set of people at Hasbro, probably also, that were working on this line. So you've also got to think when they were doing it in Europe, the differences in the. Um, calibration of currency. You know, $2 here is sometimes a lot more in euros. Yeah. Or a lot less, depending upon that day. So they probably also did not think about that as well. But yeah, it was... Frilly Fox was the biggest disaster because they actually ended up because people were so upset that they had gotten enough points for it. There was nothing else that was worth that many points. 
that they had to give them the frilly frocks. And they actually had to contact another company to actually do another run and actually had to turn around and ask some people, um, can you pay the rest of the shipping? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was the that was the funniest part because some people actually had to pay the actual shipping price. But you know what? Nobody complained. Well, you couldn't get it anywhere else, so... Exactly. Nobody sat there and complained that, oh, my God, you're asking me to pay more money for shipping? Because they didn't care. They were going to get their frilly frocks. (laughs) They didn't care that they had to send in X amount. They understood that... They made a tiny mistake. They made a tiny error in calculating how much it would actually be to ship this pony. And probably meant to put on there that it was going to take and cost like $24 to ship it, but accidentally forgot to put that on there. <laughs> I mean, that was also another thing with you didn't you didn't have people complaining and complaining about stuff like that. Yeah. Aren't you supposed to be watching daddy? Well you need to take care of daddy for me. You know he can't be left alone. <laughs> you can have you can have babies later. But watch daddy for me. There you go. That's one way to keep her entertained. Tell her to go have her watch Daddy. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean that was Is Daddy that not was entertaining funny. enough. And let's see. I think that was in. Uh, nope. Sorry, I'm trying to find it. Hush ponies. I don't know why I'm not just... Why don't they just find G3 by pony name? Frilly, 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 frilly. Here you are, frilly. Don't push mommy. Okay. Melody, what's your favorite pony? I thought. You will not be deterred, huh? Darn it, I saw it. For some reason, I thought um, Silver Falls had something on there about frilly frocks, or was it... 
the other website we I, were using? I think it was the other website we were using. Let me see. Cause that's what I'm trying to look for because I think it had a nice little story behind her. Well, the uh, po- birthday. The point is, it's really frocks brought about an end to the Pony Points program, which is really sad. She really did. She and really did. She she toppled it. <laughs> she toppled an empire. <laughs> well, it's her own fault for making, like, a giant pony. I mean, it should have never been a giant pony. You know, that's a confetti, the bride, um, toxin tails. Nothing should have been bigger than them. <laughs> well, yeah, and that, and then the fact that they 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 did not make enough. Well, they, mean, they obviously didn't make enough of some of the earlier ones too. That seemed to be a problem that plagued the Pony Points program. Is they just really apparently did not have a good plan in place to make sure that all the orders would be fulfilled. Yeah. For any of the mail order ponies. Like, it should have been, you know, you get your pony points in by a certain date and then they order however many they need to fulfill all the orders. And then you expect your pony, you know, the following month after the closing of the order date. Well, I think that was you know. the whole reasoning behind it, but Frilly Frocks was definitely a limited, was supposed to be a very limited not a limited run. Unfortunately, it became beyond an unlimited run because they weren't expecting. That was the one thing they didn't expect people to have enough. And you literally had to purchase, um, according to Little Alley Cat, you had to purchase every single pony play set, anything that came out during the time of Pony Points. You had to purchase every single item in order to get every single Pony Points item. Or you could have bought like eight play sets and called it nothing. But you got to figure they didn't have that many play sets out by the time during the time of of Pony Points. Well, but but if you really want that frilly frock, you'll buy the same playset multiple times, and every little girl you know will get a playset for Christmas so you can get your frilly frocks. And you know that's there. what happened. Well, and it was, they had pony points on not just the ponies and the playsets. They had them on the merchandise. They had them on the, the books. Yep. So you had to buy, you literally had to purchase everything. In order to get enough points <laughs> to buy everything. <laughs> well, only only if you only wanted one. And you know that that's not how pony collectors work. Because they you don't, don't have one, one, one of them in box. 
and one to, and, and if you're me, you have to have one loose, one in box, and one to customize. So you need at least three of everything. <laughs> and I am happy to say I think I believe I have Sun Shimmer. She is mint in bag. Well, right now, Sun Shimmer mint in bag is, bag is going for 45 on eBay. Oh. Or be, 40, 45 or best offer. Which is well, actually I got not my a bad Sun price Shimmer for a mint. Used, but... Which is not a bad price, actually, for a no. mail-order pony. Definitely not. But, I mean... Texan State... Texan tail still goes for like sixty to one hundred and twenty. Oh yeah, yeah, he's not cheap. Sixty is if you're willing to take him without a tail. <laughs> wow. And then um, the one fun thing that they did have was it brought back it brought something in that had never been done before. The G3 line had specific sets of ponies that you could only get at one store. That's true. You had the store exclusives. You had the KB toy exclusives. You had every season. Yeah, back when there was KB toys. You had the... The funniest thing was, I think I found a KB Toys uh, exclusive. I forgot where I found it at. At one of these random places. <laughs> and it was a toy store. But I think it was whatever was left. But then you had the Target exclusives. Which was every single season. If it was if it was Valentine's Day, you had the Valentine's Day exclusive that you could only find at Target. If it was Halloween, you had the Halloween ones at Target. Christmas, what? But the funniest thing was, was that once the exclusives hit the shelves, when one person found them, this is another thing about the pony community. Whatever the whatever the number was that you needed to go up to one of those machines at Target and punch in the number to see whether or not they have it in stock, that number went out on went out on the arena and the trading post. Oh yeah, they. Once one person found the pony, they wanted to make sure everybody else could find it, too. Well, you know, it seems like the community that we had back when G3 was the toys and the show that was on was just a different community in general. Like, everybody seemed more helpful and more cooperative and more friendly. Oh, yeah. You, you, uh, something came out that was exclusive. You know, you would have the person posting up going, hey, you know what, here's the SKU number, here's this number, you know, call up your local Target, call up your local Walmart, give them this number so that you can try and find this. Now, that doesn't happen anymore. Now, it's every man for themselves. 
and well, and even the the customizing community is almost like that anymore. It used to be that customizers passed on their knowledge and they they shared, and it was very collaborative. And now you have you have people who, if you ask them for help, they'll say, "Just learn on your own." That's what I did. Yeah, just trial and error. And and it's it's really a lot of the customizers who um, got their start at about the same time I did are actually stopping customizing custom ponies, and they're re- they're moving over to like Monster High and Ever After High because the community has changed, and and mm-hmm. they're able to find friendlier people with a different type of collector. Yeah. I I remembered, um, I would always look for that that one post. You know, when, whenever you knew that you, you had this hint in the air that, you know, a certain pony was gonna be the exclusive would be coming out soon. I would check the arena every single day, waiting for that post. <laughs> And as soon as that post hit, I had that number, and I was telling Mom, we are going to Target tomorrow. (laughs) And, you know, she would go one way with the SKU number to find a a human person. I would go directly to the machine and start punching in that number. And she would bring back a person who would say, I don't think we have it. You have it in stock. It's in the back room. <laughs> Go get it. <laughs> and that's exactly what my mother would tell him. Go get it. <laughs> and we followed him to the stock room. I mean, we both looked like we were hunting him down the way we were we were moving behind him. <laughs> And we would stand out there and wait until he brought out the box, and he would open it up, and he'd pull out one. And I said, "Uh uh-uh, there's supposed to be two. So I'd rip open the rest of the box to find the other one and say, thank you, bye. (laughs) I mean, mean, it was was very much a collaborative effort when it came to holiday, when, when it came to holiday ponies, and they weren't on the shelf. And I miss the holiday ponies because they they seem to have done away with that in the G4 line. Yeah, the they don't have yeah. that. Well, because the only ho- there's there's only been two holidays in the G4, and it was um, Hearts and Hoes Day and Heartwarming Eve, but there were no special ponies attached to those holidays. No, and no. Oh. The only person who Nightmare wore Night too, but special. still. Well, yeah. But they used yeah. the Pinkie Pie in her chicken costume for the fair exclusive last year. So mm-hmm. um, this most recent year. But, yeah. like, yeah, the the, there ha- the only person who dressed weird on Heartwarming Eve was Rarity with her Christmas tree hat. Oh, yeah. I mean... So I, I, I think part of the reason why the G3 was the last 
toy line in the My Little Pony line to have special holiday ponies is because they're not actually thinking about the toys. They're not making them particularly playable, nor are they making them for collectors. They're making them for people who are fans of the show. Yeah. I I remember my 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 very first um my very first holiday exclusive. Believe it or not, yes, I actually remember which one was my very first holiday exclusive. I just need to find it in the book. And I got it the day after Thanksgiving. My mother and I, we we are the day after Thanksgiving shoppers. <laughs> Great soul, you went on on Black Friday. Oh, yes. I was the person who would push you out of the way. And... I was in actually in the toy aisle because Target had um cabbage patch exclusives. That was the one thing they used to have was, you know, cabbage patch exclusives. So that's why I was in the toy aisle and I walk past the ponies just to kind of see, you know, what they have. And I look and it's like oh my god. That does that say does that say Target exclusive? And it was Velvet Bow. Oh, I remember Velvet Bow. And I picked her up, and it's like I was looking at her, and my mother's coming down the aisle going, Amy, we are on a schedule. What are you doing? (laughs) Pony. (laughs) That's exactly what I did. I turned around, and I showed her the pony. She's like, put it in the cart, and let's go. <laughs> because I was actually looking through to see if there was like something else there, and that's when I hit. That was when I had started. I started. I hadn't started on the boards until 2007. But it was then. But then I told mom, I, you know, we have to come back. There, you know, something is telling me there are more of these. <laughs> So we went back to Target on another day and we found um, Winter Wish and Chili, Chili Breezies. But Velvet Bow I got on Black Friday in 2006. She was a pony that made me stop in my tracks. And you know what? I can right now look up at my G3 dresser and she is standing there proudly looking back at me kind of like I was your first exclusive she's special and she knows it yes she does even amazing grace the way the way she's like set on the on on her set on her section she's kind of pushed out from the rest of the herd so I can kind of see her. I can see her head. <laughs> and that was another cool but, thing about the G3s is the po- the different poses that they had. Yes, they had different poses. They had different personalities. 
you know, that was the thing that drew me in. I Even my mother, after a while, once she realized that, yes, these things will start coming into the house in droves, and there is nothing I can do about it because she is making her own money and using her own money to pay for them. <laughs> you know, even she got into it where she would actually pick up one, look at it, and hand it to me and go, you do not have this one. It was a bonding experience between me and my mother. And that's always fun when it can be something that, you know, you bond with somebody else in your family over. Yeah. It's always good when a family member understands you're collecting. It's even better when yes. they enable it. And Pony Boyfriend's over here raising his hand. Yes, yes, we're talking about you. <laughs> that's, that's nice. Exactly because it, my because... Pony husband does not enable it. Pony husband oh. is... is Pony husband is not particularly supportive. If he sees me going for a blind bag, he's like, why? <laughs> and it's like two bucks. Come on now. That's exactly what I would be saying. <laughs> I'll get the boyfriend to talk to him. Exactly. There you, you talk go. to Nishi's husband and explain to him why ponies are important. I mean, my mother... He said because they make I ladies talk. happy. <laughs> exactly. That's why ponies are important. And they cost me in jewelry. Much less in jewelry. Oh, do you want to know what my explanation was? What's that? At least it's not drugs. That's true. Well, there's that too. So as soon as I told her, at least I'm not going out, getting high, being stupid, buying drugs, that was when she started to enable the enable it by, you know, picking up a pony and telling me, you don't have this one, here you go. And I told her they're also cheaper than drugs. Some of them are. Yeah, they're $5. The most expensive one is $24, okay? And that one took me two weeks to save up for. That was how little I got paid at the time. <laughs> that after the bills got paid, after my half the bills got paid, you know, I had to wait two weeks. <laughs> my mother had well, hey, at least you were Walmart. taking at least you were taking care of your bills first. Yes. <laughs> my mother would actually keep me away from Walmart for two weeks. Because I told her, I want to get this pony, but I have to wait two weeks to get it. So that was when we waited. We would wait two weeks. We would not go go to Walmart. And when we went to Walmart, I went straight for that pony and picked it up and put it in the cart. And I said, we are not going to the pony aisle. <laughs> <laughs> because I will not be able to afford the rest. <laughs> Well, that was my you had to enable self-control program. somehow. Yes. That was my layaway program. <laughs> but, yeah, they brought, they came out with some, some of the most unique things. Even their packaging was unique. Okay, look at but the butterfly um, 
Avalon and the Butterfly Set. Her package looked like a butterfly. Well, I mean, even the the set that I I just got, or the the pony I just got, had the, the pumpkin packaging. Exactly. I mean, you had a uh, Royalette set, the Royalette set, and it looked like it was a star. You had Sun Seaside Surprise with Sweet Summertime, and that one, it was a round package, but they made it look like a beach ball. Okay, Petal Blossom. Her her set looked like a little like they kind of made tried to make it look like an apple. And then, unfortunately, came two thousand and even okay, even Disney World got into it. Oh, yes, with the Design-A-Pony, Build-A-Pony thing. Yeah, the Disney Build-A-Pony. Okay. That was cool. And you had the Disney the Disney uh, princesses. You had Pinkie Pie as Cinderella, Kimono as Belle, Minty as Ariel, Sparkleworks as Aurora. And then you had all of the little items that you could make Sleeping Beauty. You can make Jasmine. You can make um, Ariel. You could make another Belle. You could make... um, I don't know who the last one is. You can make Tinkerbell. You could make... You know, a Minnie Mouse, you had a teacup that was big enough for a pony to sit in. You had pony, you had pony-sized Mickey ears, which I never knew they had and I don't have. Oh, those are cool looking. I've seen those. Aurora, that's the, that's the one I was thinking of. They had different versions of, oh, they also had Snow White. I mean, they just, you know, you know, you had so many different things. Even they even came out with plush baby ponies that could walk and talk and eat and sleep and burp and go in the bathtub with you. <laughs> and some of those plush baby ponies were a little, little scary sometimes. Yes, they were. They eventually become even scarier, but that's a different topic. <laughs> then you have Ponyvilles. They were even cool. more adorable. Yes. And then you had, uh, you know, what else am I thinking of? And unfortunately, I don't know where my other um, G3 book has gone off to. But then, unfortunately, in two thousand and in two thousand and eight, 
25th anniversary. It was all downhill from there. Yeah, because that's when they started doing Core 7. Yes. And the only... And that was when they started doing doing cloth costumes. They started doing molded plastic. Yeah. Which, which would only fit that particular pony. Or you would have to have a pony in the same pose. Yes. But most of the time it was it just fit the pony it came with. I mean the only time I'm trying to find which one it was. They came out with one set. That was core seven. What? I am eating my dinner. I'm eating my dinner when everybody else is talking. (laughs) Sorry, I'm trying to find the set. There was one set that you could not your nose up at. Darn it. And I remember it perfectly in my mind. It was 12 ponies. Each had a word written on them. Is anyone remembering these? Yeah, it was like the friendship set or something like that. Uh, Because I remember that was like the 25th, I think that was an anniversary set. Um, It was an anniversary set. And each of the ponies had some sort of encouraging word. Like one was friendship, one was hope, one was generosity, it, it 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 basically, you know, yeah, the elements of harmony, seven. except it was except it was before the, the elements of harmony. Pack. Yeah, it was a seven pack where they had beauty, joy, hope, friendship, dreams, love, and creativity. The only reason why I remember that set so perfectly was because for the millennium, I worked at Carson's. This is a little bit off topic. But they had, uh, Waterford Crystal had made a set of wine glasses and goblets for oh, the millennium. Yeah. And they were actually relatively, um, they weren't that expensive. But it was a two-pack, and the, each one would, one would say beauty, one would say hope, one would say friendship, one would say dreams. One said love, one said creativity, and that's what made me remember 
that set was because Waterford had a 12 pack. Well, it was 12 it was 12 items. Once you purchased each one of them, it was 12 because I was responsible for making sure the I was the person that if it was something that was outside of our department, a display, I was in charge of making sure that it looked right. (laughs) But yet they always wanted me in the department to work. Well, hey, um, did you know know that Samantha's favorite pony from the G3 line um, was one of the first ponies that she got, and it was Soda Float? Oh, I remember that one. She is a cool pony. She's a beautiful pony. She's standing up straight and tall and proud. She's pink with dark red hair, which I always love. Um, I like the dark colors. And she's got a great little, like, mug of, like, a root beer float. And And wasn't she one of the scented ones? uh, Yeah, I think she is. Butter pop, chocolate chip, or paradise. I she might be. Oh yes, Soda Float was released in 2007 as part of the Scented Ponies set. She smelled like root beer. Yep. And but yeah, do you? I like the way this one looks. Do you guys remember the first ponies you've got in a G3 line? I I do. do. Well, why is it I'm the well, only one that's telling these stories? Come on! Because we can't get a word in edgewise. <laughs> when I let you get a word in edgewise, the baby pony's talking. <laughs> well, part of actually part of the problem was I guess I actually I accidentally hit mute on my phone. So the reason why you guys weren't talking to me was because you couldn't hear me. Oh, okay. Well, how about this? How about this? I'll put my meds up underneath my tongue, which means I can't really talk. So you guys start talking now. Okay. Well, Well, yeah, you go first. Okay. The very first G3 ponies I got, I bought from a member of the pony community from the arena known as Cards for You or Cards for Me. I can't remember. Everybody just called her Cards. Her real name is Melissa. But anyway, she lives in Oregon, and her mom goes to church with me. So they would, she would come occasionally bring displays of ponies in when her mom was doing fabric sales, and her mom would sell some of her extra G3 ponies. And they were all mint in box. And so the very first, G three ponies I got were from were from cards and let me just move the uh bonnet school of dance here and this box of random things and this other box of random things. But I mentioned we have to move next month. And, and I believe one of them is green blue. And ugh. Uh, 
Okay. No, not this box. Ugh. This box. Okay. So, yes. The very first one I got was Dream Blue. And I got her because she was blue with pink hair like bow tie. And I, I liked what it said on the back of her box. It says, Dream Blue always writes down her dreams in a special journal. One time she dreamed that she was stuck inside a chocolate factory. That dream was so nice she didn't want to wake up. But I, I felt oh. like I love to write things down in journals. So I felt a kinship with her because she was a journaler. And then that same day I also got the Jewel Pony Juniper Jade. And these are all still mint in box, by the way. I never took them out. Although occasionally I lift up the flap and I smell. Ah, that new smell. <laughs> and and Juniper Jade I got because she reminded me of the G1 Princess ponies because she has that jewel as part of her her cutie mark. Yep. And 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 her cutie mark also kind of looks Christmassy to me. So she's a combination of a princess pony and Christmas. And who doesn't like that? And over the years, I've gotten, I mean, I've gotten others. I have Wisteria Minton Box also from cards. I have... I have Sparkleworks Minton Box with the charm and... Uh, Wisteria was her charm. But you never forget your first ones, and those were my very first four G3 ponies. Very cool. <laughs> oh, Melody's mad. How about you, Summerblade? Well... My G3 experience is a little weird as as, a, um, as far as my first pony because uh, my first G3 pony I got in Walmart and it was one of the long hair ponies that came with a baby pony. And I wasn't really a collector when I bought her. It was just kind of, I was in Walmart with a friend of mine and I walked by the pony aisle and went, oh cool, ponies are back. And I had only had a small collection which fit into a duffel bag, which was just a few G, G1s. And I just kind of looked at them, and she said, oh, that's neat. Why don't you get it? So we bought it and took it home, and I played with the ponies for a little bit, and they sat with the G1s, and that was kind of it. And then I didn't get back into the G3s or into any pony really until years later when it was the end of when it was getting close to the end of the G3 line like right before G4 was starting up. And I got a Denim Dreams pony. And I bought her on the arena. Um I don't remember who I bought her from. But I got her on the arena, and she was really cool, and that was when I started collecting, because that's also when I started customizing. Um, and the collecting came out of the customizing because I wanted to research a pony and make sure I wasn't... I wanted to make sure I wasn't uh, 
customizing something that was valuable. Well, and yeah, because I got you don't the want to accidentally customize, you know, the G3 equivalent to Mimic. Right. I didn't want to be customizing any, you know, um, international exclusives or anything like that. And uh, thankfully, I, I haven't done that. So I, I kind of have two first G3s. I have the first G3 I bought, and then the first one that I bought as a collector. That's really neat. And I know I have them somewhere. Well, I don't have the the long... Actually, I do still have the long hair one and the gumdrop pony, but they're not the same ones that I bought. And Denim Dreams is in the G3 cabinet somewhere. Ah, da-da-da-da. There she is. Nope, wait, she's on the shelf. But, yep. Yeah, here she is. She's I stuck her on a scooter. Hi there. But those were my first G3s, and yeah, it was shortly after I bought her that the G4s came out. Because I think it was only a week later that uh, people started talking about them. And now yeah. it's more than half my collection, and they're everywhere. everywhere. Aren't they, baby? They're everywhere. Yep. The ponies are invading your home. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I, boyfriend's, didn't, I didn't yeah, start buying mine. mine until after they had no longer done, did the pony points. Because I remember when I got them and I noticed that they had pony points on the back, but I immediately called, and I'm like, "How do I figure? How, how do I know what what you can get with pony points?" And they're like, "We don't do that anymore." Yeah, yeah. I'm, the, I'm, I'm the same way. As soon as I saw those pony points, and it said go to this website, you know, I ran to that website, and you know, it said we no longer do pony points anymore. And it's like, what? <laughs> Are you telling me that I got here too late? Yep, I joined the, the I joined the G three party too late because you know by the time the G fours came out because they came out in two thousand three. G three. By the time G three. What did I say? G four. G Oh, sorry, I was looking at a different thing. So two thousand three was when the G threes came out. I was 23. I was well beyond my norm, you know, the normal age of somebody who played with Sony's. I hadn't actually visited a toy aisle in years. Yep. So I really didn't actually know that My Little Ponies were a thing again until I got my first ones in two th- at the end of 2004, the beginning of 2005, from Cars. And, of course, by that time, the Pony Point program was over. Yep. And And the same thing here. I didn't get into ponies until I was 26. 
I I had a few so about the same time. Yeah, I had a few, but I wasn't really collecting. When I was twenty six was when I I got my first G three. Not my first G three, my first G one, and that was um, the winger with the uh, dragonfly on its head. Uh, high flyer. Yep. Unfortunately, the downfall was unfortunately core seven. Yeah, and the three point fives. Oh, the three point fives just completely destroyed it.
So mine, I, I was getting the earlier ponies that way at the tail end. Oh, wow. Yeah, they, the, um, I thought it was earlier when I first started going to the Metzger Church, but I guess it was, because I don't think, don't, I don't think Ooh, I knew, no, because Melissa wasn't the one who introduced me to the arena, and if I would have purchased from her, she would have told me about the arena. So right. the person who told me about the arena was Chibi Skittles, and I don't know if either of you ever knew Chibi Skittles, but she'd like disappeared. She's not part of the, oh, oh. an active part of the community anymore, but she used to be. Chibi Skittles. Good. So she's the one who told me, and... And then I yeah. I found out about the G3 ponies shortly after that. Yeah, unfortunately, I mean, the G3 line, it started off strong. And it started off strong. It started off with a blaze of glory. Okay. I mean, you were, you could not turn around without a new pony being put out. <laughs> well, I, I think what happened was the people who who were in charge of production and design sort of lost what they were doing, like they forgot what they were supposed to be producing. Yeah, that's exactly and what I think what Core 7 became, is they lost the people who liked to design something new. The only time you got something new once Core 7 hit was either Comic-Con or the... Pony Fair. Yeah, the Fair Ponies. Yeah, it's it's like eventually they thought that they were producing characters with accessories rather than ponies. Yeah. And, like, if you watch Melody play with my Ponyville ponies and my blind bag ponies, it, if she doesn't know who the character is because it's a G3 character or because it's one of those randomy background characters that only bronies ever paid attention to, She'll make up names for them. She's two, two and, a, two and a quarter. And she makes up names for her ponies. And and that was something that I did when I was little. Yes, I had yeah. Starshine, but even to this day, I can't remember most of the time that her name is Starshine because that's not what I called her. Yeah. I mean, even, I mean, if you look at the... Um Okay, I hate to bring this up. Um, if you look at it from somebody else's point of view who's not a collector, when you look at Storage Wars and they brought out the one that was tie-dyed. Yeah. And they called her the Happy Pony. I mean, to me, she was a hippie. Uh, 
Well, you know, she's got the the tie-dye, so, and the hearts, which would be kind of hippie-ish. Yeah, she's loving Valvoline. I mean, then you had the pony that had, the beautiful pony that had, like, a peacock on it, you know. You know, that one was the one who just kind of, like, just walked around kind of like, oh, yeah, I am, I am it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and it just. The G three, the G three toy line, was really successful even when the show and the movies were not successful, because you didn't need to watch the show to know who the ponies were, because each pony had enough character to themselves. It was yeah. once they became the core seven, and you were expected to know who the ponies were on the show, that that things really started to go downhill. It was it was almost like the yes. cartoon is what killed the toy line. The cartoon yeah. didn't, didn't do anything for the toy line. It was... It, and the cartoon it was, what killed was it. not very good. Yeah, I mean, the, the cartoon... Uh, okay, let's face it. Yeah, it was horrible. It, 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 it was... It was I mean, not a. It was not a, the greatest cartoon, but it was again. It wasn't really designed to be entertaining to an adult. It was no. designed to be interta- entertaining to like a four-year-old. But and to a four-year-old girl, even, and writers don't really have a lot of respect for the intelligence of a four-year-old girl. Yeah, and unfortunately, even the four-year-old girl didn't like it. That's true. I remember. Okay. <laughs> I remember the when I first moved into this apartment. Um, G four had had come out by that time. The, the the cartoon, but little girls hadn't actually gotten on board with it yet. So I was right. saw a group of kids outside, and they saw me. I think I had just purchased some toys, and all the boys knew who the ponies were. And I asked the girls what, what what ponies they liked, and they're like, "Well, I'm not really into ponies. I prefer Transformers." <laughs> I like mirror universe. I just jumped into a mirror universe of the '80s. Exactly. I mean, once they they cut it down to being only seven characters, and then ended up making it. Malibu Stacy with a new hat. I mean, let's just bring it down to that. It's Malibu Stacy with a new hat because it was, oh, look, here's Rainbow Dash with a new outfit. Here's Rainbow Dash with a necklace painted onto her and a new outfit. Here's Rainbow Dash with a different new necklace painted onto her and a new outfit. Here's Rainbow Dash with slightly longer hair and some mittens. (laughs) In the same, in the same pose. Yeah, it was, and, and it's, it's like again, it's like they they forgot what they were supposed to be producing, and they thought they yeah. were producing toys based on characters. When that wasn't what that 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 wasn't what My Little Pony ever was to anybody who played with it, because even if we watched the cartoon. 
as as a child, and I absolutely did. Um, yep. We never played with ponies like that. Like the char- the characters in the show were the characters in the show, but our toys were were characters all to ourselves. Yeah. You know, like. My moon dancer was a girl, and my glory was a boy. But I know people who've said that their glory was the girl, and their moon dancer was the boy. Yep. Even though technically both characters are supposed to be girls, but because at the time they hadn't made any boy ponies, I made boy ponies. Well, so did I. I did that in my G three line. Uh, if you look at some of my photographs, I used to do uh, photos. I guess I used to do photo shoots with the ponies. And, you know, I had two going out on a date. And, you know, <laughs> I mean, Silver, mean... Silver Glow was the boy, and I forgot which one had the um, gradient pink. She was the girl. <laughs> well, are, are you talking about, like, Tularula or Cheerily or a different gradient pony? No, she had a um, she had a pink gradient that matched so. The what there was two Pegasus ponies. One oh, had, a, had a blue gradient. The other one had a pink gradient. So, I figured the blue gradient was the boy and the pink gradient was the girl. I just can't remember who they are right now. And probably even even if I pull up the picture, I won't be able to recognize it because I used the roller skate. From the G1 line, because they went on a roller skating date. They went out roller oh, skating. Cute. And she was wearing the tennis outfit from the G1 line. <laughs> so she totally looked like she stole her big sister's clothes <laughs> to go out on this <laughs> date. <laughs> so she could look more sophisticated. <laughs> But yes, so this was a Pegasus pony with a gradient. Two two gradients. One was blue and one was pink. I remember that because I remember that photo shoot. Because I think anyone who looks at my photos always knows what my background was. I have this uh, bed sheet that you can't use it anymore because it's so paper thin. But I still love it. It has unicorns on it and has rainbows on it. Can't use it anymore, but for, like, you know, photograph backgrounds. <laughs> I'm not it's seeing so a Pegasus pony. It's a gradient. Unless you're talking about their wings. Twinkle Bloom has, has pink gradient wings. Twinkle Bloom, I think that was, was it pink? Uh, Twinkle Bloom is pink with pink and seafoam green hair and then kind of a seafoam green tail. And then the other one with kind of gradient-ish wings is Twilight Pink, who has like a tattoo-looking cutie mark going down her leg. No. Pony identification. Let's try that. Nope, that won't work. Those are the only two I'm seeing that are pink with pink gradient wings. Royal Rose is purple with pink gradient wings. Nope. 
It wasn't her. And it was the first time you ever saw a gradient on a, on a pony. Hmm. Well, then it's probably Twinkle Bloom. Because the first time you start seeing gradients on a pony, unless the pony was white with pink gradient the, wings, that's Daisy May. Yeah, they were they, they were both white ponies. They were both white. I remember oh, they were, that. Okay, but well, they Daisy May gradients. is white. With gradient pink wings. And. Snowell is white with gradient blue wings. Snowell, too. Nope. They had to have been these. Now I don't remember who. Now I don't remember who I had go out on dates. <laughs> Gosh darn it, now I'm going to have to, you know. <laughs> Unfortunately, right now, the only Pegasus I have is 2004 Starcatcher. With the big blue wings. Photo bucket. Log in. Hopefully this thing has my login sign. Log in. Turn it. No, what was your favorite login. what was your favorite line from the G three line? Uh I think the gemstone ponies were really pretty. Those are my favorite. Oh, I love the gemstone ponies. I love them, too, because they were just, they were just, there's no way to describe them. Well, because you had the regular gemstone ponies and then the birthstone ones. See, I have I have July Jubilee in the birthstone ponies because that's my birthday. I still need June Blossom and May Bell to spread as May and and Melody is June. And I want April Mist because my my favorite grandma's birthday is in April. But they're the gem blossom. Or maybe they were called jewels. Mm. Okay, there were jewels. There was... Jewel pony. No, that's not it. Only one there is Twilight Twinkle. Okay, there were the jewel ponies like Crystal Lace and Gem Blossom, Valenshy, Periwinkle, Juniper Jade, and Winterberry, Sapphire Shores, Star Dasher, Wonderment, and Twilight Twinkle. And I loved all of them. I really would like to have more of them. I feel like I don't have enough. Um... 
skinned. And then there were the birthstone ponies. But the other one I liked, the other set of ponies I liked, I think are called Divine Shine, if I remember. Let me see. Oh, the sparkle ones? Yeah. Except they're not called sparkle ponies because uh, denim blue was a, was a sparkle pony. That's the, they were glittery. Yeah, they were like the G1 sparkle ponies. Yeah, the the ones that are like the G1 sparkle ponies were the Divine Shine ponies. And I don't have any of them yet. I briefly had some, but my friend Tammy was really into sparkle ponies. And I got her back into ponies by giving her my my sparkle ponies because I'm 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 a sap. I like making people happy. So I need all my sparkle ponies back. If anybody happens to find some some cheap sparkle ponies. Oh, I happen to um I have one last story about getting a pony. Go ahead. And this one is kind of a sweet one but ends up being kind of bad. Um, I actually had a blind date. We had met online, and I was actually going to meet him for lunch. I was meeting him for lunch, And the place I was working at, I had, you know, people telling me, you know, you're crazy for going out to lunch with this person. You don't even know who they are. And it's like, I'll be back in an hour. If I'm not back in an hour, this is the restaurant where I'm going to be at. (laughs) Well, see, then you had a fail-save. Exactly. If, If something happened, they knew exactly where I was at. Well... He knew I he knew he knew I liked ponies, and he ended up showing up with a pony and also some pony stickers that came from Japan. He actually got them from Japan because he he still had them in the envelope with the Japanese. Um, Oh, God, what am I thinking of? The Japanese stamps on them. Oh, cool. And the pony he had gotten me is what would be considered semi-mint in package. Do you know what I mean by semi-mint in package? Uh, Like you still had the box? Meaning... They weren't in the box, but they were still attached to the packaging from inside the box. That's kind of... Hmm. Meaning you still had all the accessories and all of that... Well, that's cool. But the, 
But the pony was um, always and forever. It was one of the Valentine's Day ponies. Oh well, that was that was one of the really cool um, Valentine's Day ponies. Mhm. It's the one with the um, Cupid's arrow as her symbol, and she has little wings. Oh, I actually have one of those now. Not not the one with the arrow, but the one with the little uh, bouquet of heart-shaped balloons and the little fabric wings. Yeah, that one has to be a different one. Yeah. Yeah, and unfortunately that relationship didn't last very long either. (laughs) No. Well, but at least you got a pony out of it. I guess if the the guy gives me a pony, I shouldn't expect the relationship to last very long, huh? (laughs) Well, you never know. Well, come on. Look at my track record. (laughs) Well, maybe one day you will have a guy that brings you a pony on the first date, and he ends up sticking around a little bit longer. Or sticking around for good. You never know. It could happen. Yeah, and then brings me that one pony that happens to have be one of those secret surprise ponies that happens to have a very good secret in it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, that too. <laughs> so, pony guys, that is the way you 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 propose to your pony your pony girl. You buy a oh, secret it's a G1. surprise pony. Exactly. It's it's the one. Oh, with it's the a little... one. Open it. <laughs> exactly. That's the perfect way to do it. Come on. Because didn't didn't one of them have a ring in it? Uh, yeah, originally. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, excuse me. But yeah, I mean, unfortunately, I mean, the G1 line it it started off strong. It didn't even plateau. The G3s, yeah. It didn't even have a plateau. It just went from being great to all of a sudden falling down the drain. Yep. And it was when they tried to do that core seven thing that just backfired. But hopefully they have learned from that mistake. Although recent releases have proved that that is not the truth. Yes. (laughs) But there's still time. There's still time within the new line for them to uh, correct 
mistakes and make sure that it doesn't turn into another end of the G3 line where everything kind of just fell downhill. It feels like the toy line is for for G4s is already like that. But that's another topic, and shall be told at another time. Yes, yes we will touch on that soon. But yes. Oh, oh, pardon me. Sorry. Mm, Sorry, turning on a piece of steak. Ooh, steak. Yeah, I thought it was really funny. My mother and I went to the Olive Garden on Saturday because they have the never-ending possible going on right now. Uh-huh. I love the never-ending possible. And I happen to be a very picky consumer when I go to a restaurant. Okay. When I find a, a server I really like, that's the only server I want because I don't want to have to train another server. <laughs> okay. Most servers, what they want to do is they want to drop your food and push you out the door. When my, my when my mother and I go out to dinner, we go out to dinner to relax. We have one Mexican restaurant where we go. We have one server. He has us down pat. He knows exactly what we're going to drink. He knows exactly what we're going to (laughs) eat. And we only go there once every two or three months. Yeah, but that's a good server that he remembers you guys and knows exactly what he needs to do for you. Exactly. So we had found one at the Olive Garden that we had we had gotten to do that, and I had thought he was working on Sat on Sunday on Saturday, and I had even made an arrangement. I called up and said, "Hey, you know, what? I would like this server for our party," and I was told, "Okay, yeah, fine." We get there to find out he's not working. And that nobody had booked us for a reservation. Mm. So my mother and so I just, they're like, well, you can go with another server. And I said, no, I don't think so. And my mother and I left. <laughs> because it was like 4 o'clock and there was already looking like there was going to be a long wait. And I I just could not wait that long. So my mother and I had left. We did some shopping, and we went past um, Longhorn Steakhouse that they had just built over by us. And uh-huh. we we passed it up, and I said, it doesn't look like they're very full. Maybe we can stop there because they have, like, this new, this, like, twelve nine nine deal. So... We went in, and we actually had a really nice dinner, and we didn't even really need to tell him. I told him to give us a little bit of time before you drop our dinner. Uh-huh. Um, but the only thing that was a slip-up was my soup, because my soup came out, and then dinner came out, which we hate when that happens. Oh, well, yeah, because you're you supposed to have time to finish 
that your soup or your appetizer first. Right. But you know what? He didn't. He didn't even charge us for the soup because it came out so late. Well, that's good. So my mother and I both looked at each other and I said, do you think we'll come here again? She goes, yeah. She's like, do you think we'll use this server again? She goes, yeah. So and like I, I took down his name and asked him, does he work every Saturday? <laughs> and then another funny thing was on Saturday, mom grilled steaks because it was a nice day out. <laughs> Grilled steak. Oh, Uh, Dark Horse has has done a commission recently, not to interrupt, about the food. Oh, no, no, go ahead. It's a G3 commission. It's a dragon pony named Ember. I'm looking at it on the arena. Cool. Dark Horse is one of those customizers that isn't super active anymore, but I always look forward to seeing what she does. Like, I can't even afford to dream about owning one of her ponies, but I always look forward to seeing the pictures. Nice. Well, definitely join us next week as we will be interviewing somebody. I have really wanted to be on the show, and... I kept telling her I want her on the show, but I wanted her to be on the show when I could be on the show. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I love her. I love Elf Pony. Elf Pony I met actually at the 2000, my very first, my very first uh, fair. Oh, cool. And we actually, I think we actually ended up sitting next to each other during dinner. Very cool. I would ask my mother if she remembers, but she'll probably tell me she doesn't remember. (laughs) All she will remember. (laughs) Yep. I wanted to mention in um, Pony Corral, um... I, I I didn't know where else to put it, but since it was Tony-related, I figured there would be as good a place as any. Um, I started a topic about nostalgia, about people remembering how they got into or back into ponies, if you guys are at all interested in sharing stories. We can do an episode about that if we get enough people to respond. Well, I didn't even say that it had anything to do with the show. I was just letting you know. Oh, okay. Well, I'm cool. just saying it we just, can use that as a topic. Yeah, we could. We absolutely could. Um, but it's there if you guys wanted to to respond in it. And um, yeah, I just thought it would be a nice change from the. Does anybody know the price on? This person or that per this pony or that pony or this pony or that pony. This rare. Because <laughs> that that kind of feels so, like usually what's in the pony crowd anymore. Yep. Ooh, 
Oh, pardon me. Well, I'm going to let you guys go because i got to go to bed soon. Well, well, let me tell you the rest of our schedule. Um, Next week we will be on Wednesday. Okay. With Elf Pony. And then the week after we will be on on the 27th with another customizer who shall currently remain nameless. You'll have to listen next week to find out whom is our next guest. All righty then. And unfortunately, I am sorry, but Tuesday was her only day. (laughs) Oh, well, then I will do my... I I guess it'll depend. I will be out on the boat next weekend or next Tuesday. Mm -hmm. Okay. Tuesday and Wednesday weekend for us over here, so... Because that's Fred's day off, days on Wednesdays, but I'll be on the boat. Oh, but I've got join us though for something. Oh, go for it. Okay, but join us for next over the next two weeks as we will have customizers for the next two weeks. All righty. Well, we'll talk to you guys next week then. Yep. All right. Talk, talk to yep. you guys later. Good. Night. Good Bye. night. Did it? Are we alone? <sighs> well, join us over the next two weeks as we start interviewing some customizers. And some really great ones at that. So until then, happy pony hunting. Good night. <laughs>